Radio Newark, the home of Radio Newark Sport. Weeknights from 7. Radio Newark Sport. Brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk. Tonight, it's our final Meet the Chairman of the Week. And Newark Flow Save are about to find out which FA Step 5 league they'll be playing in next season as the club ventures deeper and deeper into the unknown. Success has brought um, the, um, the plaudits to the works and how to keep up, but how do you keep up with a bunch of players that seem intent on racing through the leagues? The men with all the answers are the Flow Serve Chairman Gary Clark and club captain Tom Potts. This is Radio New York Sport and we're in for an interesting hour. But before we talk football and flow serve, let's have a look back at some of the headlines of the last week. And Matt Evans took 7 for 27 as Newark RNM beat the weather. Unlike the much-anticipated Collingham Bolton 2020, rained off last Friday evening. Double gold for Lauren Orange. Um, um, I'll start that again. Double gold for Lauren Orange in the 100 metres and the pole vault at the Lincolnshire County Championships, while Tilly picked up silver and bronze. Gold for Ethan Lincoln in the under-13 hurdles and silver and bronze for Josh Clee in another fantastic weekend for Newark Athletic Club. That was the Lincolnshire contingent and the Knotts Championships, for some reason held at Derby, saw Amelia Crispin, of course, win gold in the 1500 metres, knocking five seconds off her own PB. Congratulations to Amy Hunt, who is now the number two ranked in the UK under-16 all-time list with a rapid 11.38 seconds for the 100 metres, nearly as quick as Tom Potts. New York Amateur Boxing Club's Chloe Davis has reached the semi-finals of the school's championships after another unanimous decision. And Becky Gallup finished 27th and third lady home at the Austin Spring Dash. Becky is 30 weeks pregnant. And quicker than quite a few of our local footballers. And away from Newark, Lincoln City's Danny Cowley and former Brighton boss Chris Hooten are among the names being considered by West Bromwich Albion as their next manager. The baggage, of course, were knocked out of the playoffs by Aston Villa on Tuesday night, which denied them a swift return to the Premier League. And that brings us to my favourite subject. From 2-0 down on aggregate, Derby fought back to progress thanks to Jack Marriott's late strike. The Sheep will face Aston Villa at Wembley on Monday the 27th, so now we're all Villa fans, for a place in the Premier League. Leeds, of course, well, that's another year away from top-flight football for them. How sad. What a shame. Tony Smith, in many people's opinions... He's had to leave. Well, actually, Tony Smith, in Tony Smith's opinion, is a good judge of a football team. Mm, too right. The football teams he supports... Amongst the football teams he supports are Leeds United. Failures. Notts County, relegated out of the league. Berwick Rangers, <laughs> relegated out of Scottish football. Now that must be bad. That is an achievement, yeah. So, my first and only question tonight to you, Mr Smith, is how much of a massive gamble the flow serve taken having you in the ranks? 
Doesn't look good, does it? No. No, <laughs> no it's... Um, actually, I, I find it quite refreshing last night. Because um, last week we had... All three teams you support are rubbish. Oh, yeah, no. But, I mean... Last week we had Liverpool. What an amazing comeback against Barcelona. And I thought that was the greatest comeback I'd ever seen. The following night we've got Tottenham Hotspur. Who, who better it because they'd actually play in the first half. They just played in the second half. So it was, it was an absolute pandemonium. But last night it was just nice and easy. Football's back to normal. Leeds got on the brink of glory and dipped out miserably. And uh, Patrick Bamford got sent off for diving. I'm quite, quite happy. Actually he got booked for diving but don't... Um What's whatever is a fact got in the way of a story? Exactly. <laughs> and I can't understand why Nottingham Forest hate, I can. hate Derby and Leeds so much. Well, they hate Derby because it's a local team too. Because we don't class Notts County as but, anything, so it's the local team too. We hate Leeds because the whole of football hates Leeds. But it's because of Derby County and Leeds United that Nottingham Forest ended up with Brian Clough. Because he proved at a tiny He little wanted to manage a big club and he ended up at Forest. He proved at a backwater club that he could do it at Derby. Then he went to a big club and he couldn't do it after 44 days. So he went to another little backwater club. If it hadn't been for Brian Clough, Nottingham Forest would be what they are now. Nothing. But they do have a history which is more than your lot. That's what they all talk about history. They bore you to death. History is important, Tony. It is. It's important it's to so Forest important. fans because they've got nothing else. But you haven't got a history. I mean, where is Leeds' history, apart from the latest act of thuggery? Or where is Berwick's history when they... <laughs> Berwick Rangers? When they won a corner once. No, throw-ins we have known. Have you read the book? <laughs> dear, dear. <laughs> so, back to my... How brave a flow serve been having you there. You're a Jonas I, when it comes to football. I, I, I do think we ought to move on, Mick, because it's the cricket season. <laughs> well, th these two are going to struggle, aren't they? <laughs> we we welcome Gary back to um, Radio Newark Sport and Tom for the first time in in the Sport HQ studio, gentlemen. Well, welcome. Um, lots to talk about. Tony's basking in the glory of another Leeds defeat, and he's not keeping up. Right, on, lots to talk about. What I want to start with, gentlemen, is a look back. This is what we've done the last two nights. Look back at last season if i'm somewhere close gary a year ago you sat here and you told us of this five-year plan but there's already sort of racing in front of this five-year plan because she was going to play step six football and it was going to be hard work acclimatizing step six getting caught up with what's needed to step six but the idea was to do that two or three years then and then make a push for step five Nine months later, you got promotion. <laughs> yeah, they let me down, didn't they? I'm smug here, mate. I'm smug. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we were, we were probably two years ahead at that point. Unfortunately, we're five years ahead now. <laughs> um, so we're we're quickly going backwards to try and find a, a new five-year plan. But uh, the, the five, the next five-year plan, will get in place in the next couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> And we'll Does anybody read your plans <laughs> apart from? Well, they do, and, and they just ignore it. Um, but we'll we'll put it in place and see how quickly they can destroy that one as well. <laughs> oh, and we'll come back to that because, in all seriousness, it's also presented you with quite a few problems that you need to face. When you say quite a few, you mean loads. Yes, <laughs> yes, it has. Um, 
I mean, we, we'd hope to have a little bit of time to get used to uh, playing at a higher standard with more expectations on the facilities and the, um, the backroom guys. Um, we've now got those expectations plus some more um, once the, uh, the promotion's been ratified in the next couple of days. Tom, your chairman wanted to consolidate in the East Midlands Counties League, which is a lovely little league, and we've all enjoyed it. Um, you and the rest of the players, I would suggest from the outset, didn't even give that a thought, because a player wants to do yeah, the, you the want best press, he can. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, we all knew together that we was a good enough side to go up anyway, so, I mean, sorry, Mr Chairman, but <laughs> we want to go places as quick as possible. That's just, that's the way so, football mindset is. Having oh. said that, Tom, mm -hmm. was, and this sounds harsh, was last season a disappointment? Uh, I think between ourselves, yes, but... The odd person does listen, by the way. <laughs> 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 I th but I think if you'd, if you'd offered us promotion and the league club at the start of the season, we'd have snapped your hand off for it, so... I still think it is a successful season, but it could have been so much better. And that's probably the hard thing that we... To be fair... We've kind of limped yeah, over the line I, I as mean, well. That was a bit of a disappointment, the yeah, last couple of results. Uh, yeah. that, that, that's what... I mean, it's not a worry, because it's like the Champions League, isn't it? Yeah. If you're in the top the end four, the end goal is we, the same. You're yeah, going to get promoted. We just haven't got the trophy for it. All, all of those that have nothing else to do on Sunday mornings, you did get a trophy for finishing runners-up, which, no, <laughs> no. no. Um, all of us that have got nothing else to do on Sunday mornings apart from sit there with a calculator and, and got worked out that you was gonna that you was going up. But by God, you ran it close in I the know, end. I know, I know. And it was thankful for those twelve goals at Renov because if you'd scraped over the line one nil in that game, you wouldn't have been going up. I know. Thank God for those lads. I mean, it is. I mean, I'd rather I'd rather go and win one nil at West Bridgeford than win twelve nil at yeah, Renov. Yeah. It was, it was what secure it's egg, isn't it? Because for the main part, there was a joy to watch. You was brilliant going forward. The defence was firm, but particularly in the first half of the season, you was prone to a a poor result away from home. And then once I think it was Radford that come to low fields and sneaked a victory after you absolutely bombarded. Was that Radford yeah. that you bombarded them? A bit of home confidence seemed to go as well. I mean, can you put the, the finger on it? Um, I think we just looked a little goal shy sometimes, and we just I, I, we needed someone to kind of take the game by the scruff of the neck and say, "Look, I'm going to score the goal." I'm going to. See, this is the amazing there, thing because and the rubber of the green wasn't there in some some <sighs> instances. Um, you can watch a couple of games. How many yes, times I are we hammering yes, on the door yeah. for 85 minutes? But you say you're goal shy. Do you know in the whole we of England's step six football, the biggest aggregate at plus 106 mm. was flow serve? But maybe we didn't score in big games. Yeah, people don't remember the 13 nils. No, the 14 nils. exactly. People don't remember that. So, and and this sounds being critical, but there's no way we should be being critical. What do you learn from as a group of lads? What do you learn to go forward? Um, you can say take your chances and remedial things like that, but I think we've got to learn to step up and just be counted a bit more. I think some some of us, me myself, I've, I've had games where I've hit a little bit, and I think we just need to step up a bit more now. We've gone up leagues to rectify that and really push on and. 
score goals at optimum moments in games. I think just be more clinical. Um, probably a bit more game management needs to come into it. I think, and yeah, I think we'll, we will get better results next year if we work on just our heads and the way we are in games sometimes. From a personal point of view, then, what's the difference between Grantham at step three mm. and Flow Service step six? In what sense? In the plain, in the plain sense. Um, because it, to me, first time I've watched step six football. Yeah. It, it looked a decent standard. It is a good standard. I mean, there are a lot of good teams out there. You'll find that a few teams will always have a good season, two, two, three promotions or one promotion, and then they'll stagnate a little bit. We don't, definitely don't want to do that at all. But I find that maybe the speed and the play sometimes along the deck, and there's more of a battle within step six football than there is in step three football sometimes. You could be totally outplayed at that level. By really good sides, um, I think. But on the whole, there are a lot of good players within that step six and step fives that are good enough to go and play at step three. That just don't want to. I mean, you themselves won, you, you finished reach. second behind Selson, and mm-hmm. ironically, if you'd won the last two games, you'd have, you'd have won it. But on the other hand, would <laughs> Selston take the foot off the gas in the last game? I don't know. Nobody knows that, do they? It is what it is. I don't want to think about that. And you've won. And you've won won the cup as well so at yeah. the end of the day you've got to turn around and say you know hey up we've done more than was expected of yeah. us, and, and that's a fantastic a fantastic return yeah but now you've got to go and do it all again no we'll we'll try our best right and that's where we're going to go <laughs> that's where we're going to go next um, <laughs> to find out what what happens next at Lowfields. okay this is where the nitty-gritty starts um step five football we believe will be coming to low fields but um i don't think yet mr chairman you've had the written confirmation i think we all find out um the 24 the 21st when they announced the leagues yeah so it was announced um that the leagues would be uh, finalized on the 20th of this month um and there's a lot of speculation going around um that this and to be fair from from our point of view the the speculation is fairly constant in that um, we may, be, may well be going into the Unified Counties League, um, but there is a possibility that it could be the North East Counties League as well. The third one in the agenda, the outsider, is the, is, is the Midland Football League, which is, is a big outsider, but we're now trying to sort of working out the, the thoughts of, of the Football Association. So we're, we're, we... A lot of people are coming up with the same scenario. Yeah. And as you pointed out before we went on here, the guys that's print, printing and making them public mm. was very, very close last time round. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're kind of taking that as a a, a, um, a, a good uh, direction, really. Um, but again, we can't really make any plans with regards to some of the stuff that we need to be getting in place until we know which, what league we're going in. So, if, if just very quickly, if if it's the United Counties League, Flow Save will be going to teams like Boston Town, Deepin Rangers, Hull Beach, uh, Loughborough University, Lutterworth, Pinchbeck, Quorn, Rugby Town, Shepshed, Dynamo, Sleaford Town and Wellingborough Town. Looking at the map, I don't think that's too bad. No, I think everything, every one of those is because of the... They, they all seem to be kind of centred around the A1 and the A14. 
um, are in a car probably an hour just over. So on a coach, it's only just a little bit over that. And that's one of the, the, the big draws for that league. It's a very well-run league. Um, and, you know, the teams in there are good teams. A couple of local derbies, which is always nice. Um, but, you know, we've, we've got to keep one eye on being able to get people to football games. If it's the Northern Counties East League, you're looking at the likes of Barton Town, which is in, on the banks of the Humber, um, Bottisford Town, which is Scunthorpe, Bridlington Town, Gaul, Grimsby, Maltby, Maine, uh, the newly reformed North Ferriby, which is north of the Humber, Penniston, um, Fackley, Yorkshire, Amateur. To me, that's a lot more travelling. And looking at it, we're a lot nearer the United Counties and the the northern counties east the, the third one in the scenario which is the one that nobody wants is the midland football league which really um is west of newark but the closest club to newark are, are long eaton and if you're in that one you're going to to coventry to warwick um to worcester city to walsall to starbridge um hard luck selston because on this list you're in it yeah. um the best to look to you um yeah, I think. Again, it's a, it's a very good league, but for us, it would be a, a massive undertaking. Um, you know, the, there are there are teams in there around Utoxeter and Walsall, and that's all an hour and a quarter, hour and a half in a car. So, now add another half an hour on a midweek game. Already, you're asking lads to start taking time off work to get to the club, so we can get them to the pitch, so they can get warmed up, get some food in. And play a game of football, and, it, and it's going to be very difficult. Yeah, and um, I, I think that's a, a, a way out. Any preferences, Mr. Captain? United Counties, definitely. You you yeah. know a lot of the or some of the clubs and some yeah. of the players in it, don't you? Yeah, I know quite a few other lads in there, and but it, I think with our core of newer players that we've got, the United Counties lead suits us a lot better as a football club. And it's not flow serve decision it's not the not so phase decision it's not the east midlands county's decision is it it's it's our friends at the fa it's the fa's decision <laughs> and um as we saw from last year when one or two of the clubs didn't like it it was well tough you <laughs> want to play in it you're playing in it but i think that's the right stance i think that's um, i think it's the perfect stance. you know is the, they've, they've got they have a mandate to produce football across the seven non-league steps um and if teams say well i don't want to be in that league i want to be in another league you'll have t- leagues as they are some are at the moment at step six where you've got 12 14 teams and others where you've got 24 25 teams so i mean as an aside it's a flow save night but as an aside you could well see ollerton playing in the east midlands counties mm. next season you could see collingham playing in the lincolnshire league mm. next season because they are desperate f- to get numbers in that league yeah so um there's gonna be big changes all around and we'll be talking about that at some stage next week but Gary, um, whatever happens, it, we are looking at step five football. Um, let's start first with Lowfields. Um, little old Lowfields, where I've been going for 50 something years and it hasn't changed, but it has changed now and it's changing all the time. Um, what have you had to do for step five? So we had so that we could be considered for promotion. We had to get hundred. Well, we had to get fifty seats in, um, and we managed to get a hundred uh, covered. So that's the the new stand that um, anybody that's been down to Lowfield since the end of uh, March has seen. Um, so this that's, is the one that's sort of 
sponsored by British Steel. <laughs> it, it's, it's a fair old lump. I'll, 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 uh, I'll take your point. It's not moving very far. No, and, and that's always a good thing. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yes, so that, so that was that was primarily it. There was a few other minors that we needed to to uh, work on improve signage around the grounds um but we were already there or thereabouts because of the work that we'd done the previous year um so as our as we discussed um probably this time last year and, and maybe before then is that the way that it's now geared is that you um get the ground and the facilities ready for promotion and then once you are promoted, you then have 12 months to do further improvements. So it's not as though you've got to get everything in, in, in one go. And, and that, again, is the change of stance over there, mm. and, and, and is brilliant. very sensible. Yeah, it's brilliant. The, the, the FA's stance on that has been absolutely fantastic. Um, I don't say that very often about <laughs> that organisation, but they, they've got that absolutely yeah. spot on. Because this is, this is, we'll I mean, ev ev everybody has been telling me Selston can't go up, but Selston can go up because they they'll come to, back down yeah. in a year's time if they don't do anything. Yes, exactly. So, um, to because we were the new boys in the league, um, and I think we were underdogs for probably about five games, um, and then all of a sudden we were top of the table, unbeaten, um, had beaten, already beaten some of the fancied teams. Um, whereas Selston had, had been the league two seasons, maybe three. I think it was two yeah. seasons. Finished our last season. Yeah. They? So they they were um, uh, they were there or thereabouts. Um, so therefore, they had to have the facilities to enable them to progress to step five. Um, but you know, they'll be in a similar position to ourselves, where there'll be fine tuning that that will probably need to be done with their facilities. Um, and so we've got an extra 20 um, standing to be uh, that need to be covered, which will then enable us for the next step, which will be for promotion to step four. And I'm not actually, you know, running that up the flagpole just in case anybody wants to take. <laughs> Don't look at me like that, no, Tom. I'm not. Um, I, I will slap you. Is the concreting of the other side in... Yeah, so... <laughs> Where's some wood? <laughs> We've applied for the FA Vars. Touch wood again. Game um, floodlights working. So, <laughs> yeah. So, with the, the FA Vars, we, we qualify on all points for um, for that competition. Um, hopefully, we'll, we'll be um, allowed to enter it this year, um, which will then enable us to um, apply for the FA Cup the following season. The, the FA Cup, you have to have a capacity of a thousand. Our capacity is somewhere in the region of about seven hundred and fifty. Um, and because of the FA rules, um, when you're watching a grass sport, you can't be stood watching it on grass. You've got to be on a uh, bound surface. That will mean that that side of the ground between the first and second pitches will need to have um, concrete laid. Basically, there's, there's it's concrete or tarmac. But that is, in theory, probably eighteen months away. We'd, we'd, I, I would like to look at trying to get that in place sooner rather than later. Um, the further we leave it down the line, the more chances there are that something's going to go wrong. I, I, I mean, I've been brought, born, brought up 
at Lowfields, and I've got a great love for that ground. I, I know it can be a desolate place on a winter's afternoon when the wind's blowing and the rain's horizontal. I do know that. Um, how far behind other clubs in the United Counties League? All the grounds in the United Counties League, is it, Tom? Um, some of the some of the teams on that list, we're very close to, if not better, I think. I mean, yeah, Sleaford, definitely. I think we're, we're yeah, either on par yeah, or yeah, yeah. or better than Sleaford. Uh, Oadby have got a big stand. If this is the same, this is a few years ago now, but they, they've got a, sm- a small stand. I mean, Hull Beach is a that's a, that's quite a big ground still. That's a good one to go to. Um, Cogano wasn't brilliant. Deepin's big. Boston Town wasn't br- that big. I think uh, Leicester Nirvana's not brilliant. Yeah, I think the so we're all in our own. Yeah, well, definitely. Yeah. I think you're more than matching that league. I think three of the grounds that um, anybody that's been away with us this season will know. So Hema, um, Renneth, um, Renneth was really well and. But Barawash was is one that just popped into my mind as well. They were all step five t- t- uh, teams, yeah. so we can see where we are compared with with um, with those clubs. They may have slightly better facilities, but we're not a million miles behind. And and as I said, I've said before, you know, is it's all about sustainability is to to do something that's going to be used rather than that's just going to rot in the uh, in the bleak and desolate. <laughs> Grounds. <laughs> I think that's what you said, wasn't it, Nick? Um, it can be. It can be. Um, I think you know is to is to make sure that what whatever we do next in terms of stands and covered areas for, um, I've got to call them um, supporters now. Uh, at the beginning of the last season, we were, we were uh, mulling over whether we should call them spectators or or supporters. Um, and then, throughout the course of the season, there's been an average of 211 at each home game. Um, and I'd like to go on air now and say thank you to every single yeah, one that's of brilliant. you. Um, and, and I'm going to ask Tom now just to give an insight on what it means to the players. Can I come back to that? Yeah, no problem. Can I come back to that? Because I want to, I want to have a good five minutes on <laughs> yeah. on, on that. Um, what I want to take you to know now, Gary, is if you. Go down the drive, and trust me, when the wind is blowing and, and it's bleak, and there's nothing between low fields and it's elevated level and Nottingham, you know about it. Um, there's work going off all around that football pitch. Yeah. There is work going off. Um, it's a well-known fact to everybody that you are on a, a lease. It's also a well-known fact that Sport England have managed to get regulations in that you can't be bullied into anything yep. um, and if you can't tell us the answers to the questions that is absolutely fair enough for obvious reasons um, where do you think the medium term future is going to be for Newark Flowserve at Lowfields? The short term is, is the easiest one to answer and that is that football at Lowfields will be f- still football at Lowfields in the short term, so the next two to three years will be there. Medium term, we are working with the the new landlord, um, Mr Collier, Charles Collier, who is not averse to considering 10 and 25 year leases for the facilities. So if I miss out the middle term, you know, hopefully yeah, yeah. Within, within the next... Um, 12 months or so we will have a 25 year lease which 
providing that we can meet Mr Collier's terms um, and um, and continue to develop, we will have a home for football in Newark um, that will continue to re- progress season on season. That's far better than I'd even hope to hear an answer from, and that 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 is is absolutely fantastic news. And um, I, I don't know the man, but if he's a football fan and he's a Flosser fan, then I like him. Unfortunately, he's a rugby fan. Um, <laughs> does throw <laughs> things back in the works. Typical, <laughs> yeah. But um, but he is um, he is very pro sports. Um, he sees the benefits of sports, having played rugby himself. So he's he's very pro making sure that. Um, that where it is sustainable, it is sustained. Well, if it's a rugby man, then he's he's also a community man, isn't yeah. he? Because those two things exactly. seem to go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, the next one I, I've got is I'm going to turn to finance, and again, the same mm-hmm. thing. If you don't want to take it any further, I've got no problem with that. Uh, again, it, it, the perceived thoughts of everybody in Newark is that they don't call you Santa for nothing um, <laughs> you are the man that's walked into Lowfields with a pot of gold and that is where they are and that is why they are now um, what I, I, I would assume there's some truth in that somewhere how hard is your job now Gary from turning your your dream into a sustainable business that's what we've been working on since you know i mean we talked about the delorean um 18 months ago 12 months ago there or thereabouts um three three and a half years ago or just slightly over now um i took over as chairman um and when i took over as chairman it was to to look to make new York flow serve a sustainable football club um to um instill an ethos where we were able to pay for things ourselves without necessarily having to get grants and and things so therefore when we needed big projects we would look at the grants and that's that's what we started from and that's where we are continuing even now is to move towards a uh, a structure that is more business oriented um where we will look to work with any businesses in town um whether it's a, a small shop or whether it's um one of the larger um concerns to maintain the facilities to improve the facilities to to deliver something for the community in the community when do you see it that you can financially take a step to one side To be honest, I think um, we we we've never really looked at it from that point of view, um, because if if I was to say, well, it's the end of this season, then that puts a final date on it. Um, what I've got to work towards is to be engaging with people um, and to be looking at all the the, the revenue streams that we can um, generate money from to make sure that they're as profitable as possible. If it's um, £70 pounds, uh, on a home game from the programmes, then it's £70 pounds from the programmes. Can we make any more? No. Well, that's fine. And we'll continue to move on and identify more and more places where we not, not cut corners and not 
um, bleed the fans, but get value for for every pound that that fan pays at the turnstile or over the bar, wherever it may be. We heard regular last season, Tom, from away management and away <coughs> supporters, and I've got no doubt you've heard it from the opposition about mm-hmm. the money aspect of it. And I, I refuse point blank to believe that Selston are a bunch of homegrown oh. players from the village who play football for the love of it, which is what they try and make out, because I'm sorry, no, that, that it doesn't work like that. Um, can you turn a blind eye to it? Yeah, definitely, you can laugh it off. You, people, people only bring that up when uh, when you're doing better than them, don't they? That's the only reason they bring it up. Because football, we heard from the rugby club on Tuesday night, and the rugby club was absolutely adamant. They are an amateur community club, and they will not pay people to play their sport. Mm-hmm. Football is different. Yeah. Football has gone so far down a road that really there's no there's no turning back on on, on it now. Um, what sort of commitment is as a footballer got anymore to a football the football club he plays for or does he sorry to say this does he does he play because they're paying more than they're paying i don't know i think that depends on what type of footballer you are and what you want from football can i can i jump in on this one so there's there's um most times um I'm asked questions, not so much now, but previously, it's all been about drafting players in from out of town. Um, so I'll, I'll go through a few hard facts and I'll get to my point. Mm. So at least nine of the players through most of the home games and away games last season of the starting 16 or the, the, the squad on a, on a match day, at least nine of the players were from NG24 or directly connected to ourselves, um, which is a big thing. And, and I've, I've made no bones about that. That, to me, is a, is a massive, massive thing for me. But more importantly, um, I'm going to reel some names, so I'm really hoping the guys are listening in the clubhouse. Mm. Steve Kirkham, Sam Agar, Sol Miller, and Elliot King. Um, so you ask about why, t- why players continue to play for, for, for ourselves... And we didn't have the biggest budget. We were probably mid-table budget. We just had a bunch of really good players and, and, and the likes. But those four that I've mentioned have been playing for Flow Serve for the last, over course of the last three seasons. Um, and I think the reason is, I'd like to uh, believe the reason is, is that they believe in what I'm trying to do and what, Roach is trying to do and, and Kirky and everybody else behind the scenes, Dave Crampton and the list is fairly endless. They look um, the club. Is that we're looking forward we don't want to stand still too long um, we want to move forward, we want to get the name of Newark on the map in terms of football and I think that's the reason why we, we, uh, we've managed to attract some of the players that we have. Mm. Your centre back partner helped you out there mate. Did well there. <laughs> did well there didn't it? But she, it, 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 was, it was the answer that I, I really was hoping. Um, just one more bit on that one. I mean I, I, I don't know who your player of the season's going to be. Um, I'll be fuming if it's not me. But <laughs> I'll be fuming. Um, I, 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 I make, you were second in my list Tom. Oh. I, I make absolutely no bones who I voted for in the supporters player of the we season. We all know who that is. Because <laughs> he is, he epitomises Newark football 
to me. Runs he was the one that, I don't think I can do this. I think these are too yeah. good for me. I don't really think I can carry this off. Don't embarrass me on air, but... <laughs> and he's the one that <laughs> has stood up to be counted probably I, more than anybody. I, 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 actually, I actually think that uh, he has. Um, and, uh, and, and he does um, stand out albeit be one of the shortest players on the team. <laughs> um, he does stand out. But I think it, he's he's an example of the, the footballers that Newark have got and Newark can produce. If they want to put the effort and the work and the commitment into it... I think, which I think it, there's also yeah. a little bit of yeah. self-belief as well. Yeah. You know, mm. for a long time, Newark had been a Sunday morning football um oasis that, there was, there was the a problem. lot of big teams yeah that's kind of dying down it's not dying a death but it that's settling down now um so some of those players are giving it do you know what yeah i'll roll those dice i'll give it a go and find out that they are good enough or almost good enough and that's when the commitment is then needed to yeah. push themselves that bit further to train more so mm. on and so forth and of course as tom will tell him Playing alongside better footballers has made him a better footballer. Oh, so much better. They <laughs> carry me, mate. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll help you out here, Tom. I'll help you. Um, <laughs> on the field, yeah, okay. Craig, um, Craig and Kirkate, they're doing their job. The difference between Sunday morning football and Step 7 football is you've got to have a group of people there off the field to mm. make this work because a, a secretary can cost you three points quite easily mm. um, in this particularly in this level of, of football. Um, I'm not going into great detail because I know you're working behind the scenes and I know there's a couple of names that you're trying to get on board and you're going to be talking to them in the next couple of weeks. Um, on your agenda, how high... And I'm not absolutely in any... I mean, Dave Crampton's done a fantastic job. Dave Ersfield, even he sold a programme or two. Um, you know, they've all been there and done something, but it's getting... We keep going back to this word business now, don't we? We do, and and everything is almost in place. Um, there are a few um, places that we need to fill, but that's because it's not step seven football anymore you know um as dorothy said this is not kansas um it's it's a totally different place so we've got to present a professional um professional front um and we've got to continue to work at that you know so we've got to get the right characters in place i believe that we are just about there um with certainly with the with the board now um and it's not in the next couple of weeks it's in the next couple of days um gone are the days when we could take a, a month off or a couple of months off and then roll up and say right are we going to play a game um <laughs> i've, they, been, pro gone I've now. been promised the exclusive on the new secretary I, I, I've, I've i've got a fervent promise on this one so I want as soon as that's announced. Who, 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 whoever, whoever promised you that, uh, Wilbur. I'm not arguing with him. <laughs> whoever promised you that, I will, I will give them uh, my my year backing, uh, and we'll we'll make sure that it gets announced. Um, and uh, we will we'll wait and see on that one, and um, see where that one takes us. But it, it is important you mm. get behind the scenes. Yes, um, yeah. I mean, I, I, it was the Renov trip which really brought it home to me. How professional they was yeah. off the field. Yeah. Oh, fantastically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and that's that, That's kind of where we want to be aiming for. Um, 
certainly over the course of the next I was hoping going to be three or four years but um, <laughs> over the, the course of the next uh, <laughs> few months <laughs> yeah um, but we have you know everybody from um, Steve Mills um, Yorkshire lad over here sorry loser I think Leeds he's kept that one in for ages yeah, as well um, there's um, Alan and Rose Williams there's uh, Lauren Dell there's Aaron who's, who does the 50-50s and the cards yeah. every single one of those on top of that you've got Wilbur you've got um, Dave Hurstfield you know, there's a lot of people working behind the scenes on a Saturday. Richard Wilson as the, the club treasurer. Um, uh, Reedy, um, who's on a Saturday afternoon. Um, they're, they're all essential. Um, and we're hoping to continue to build on that to get more people in so that more people can uh, take... 10 or 15 minutes out to watch uh, an enjoyable to game. To actually football. watch the game and not have to ask at the end exactly. of the, what, what the score was. Yeah. And when did Tom Potts get sent off? Oh, right, um, oh. OK. Um, One time. We're gonna talk, <laughs> One time. It lasts forever. <laughs> in, in, in a couple of minutes, we're going to talk about um, the best supported team in Step 6 football. To get an average home game of 211 playing Step 6 football is, is absolutely... It's beyond remarkable. We, I, I, we've always said that knew that people would come and watch a new team if they were successful yeah bring success and, and they would do it so um two things really tom what's that support meant to you but again i'm trying to ask all the questions that people are asking me um gary there has been times when it's boiled over a little bit and it hasn't been quite what you would have expected and one would hope lessons have been learnt let's start with tom yeah. and um what the easy question ha- yeah you. having thank that you, sort of support means to it. That. um no it's brilliant for the lads i mean you've been down on a, a tuesday night when it's under the floodlights and when they get behind the goal and we always face that goal towards the club at us second half they kind of suck the ball into the net don't they it's great little chance little things like that. it makes it more close to any form any form of like professional you, you, game or you've played a lot at Grantham and to me Grantham's a soulless place to play football I mean I, I you don't, can't hear anything I, I mean I love Speedy and, and you yeah, know, yeah, to yeah. bits but Grantham to play football it, no I'm sorry <laughs> um, to, to hear the noise that they generate because they are pitch side aren't that's they that's what's where nice about that's it. where support should you've got be. the running track yeah you've got all the athletic stuff behind, around, the, around the outside of it it's not as, you, can, you can hear everybody as you go past all the little comments do you want another beer? That's what I hear a lot of the time. That's quite nice. That's quite nice. And I'm thinking, yeah, I might, well, might have beer, to be fair. No, it is. It, you can't thank the people enough to come out and support us, really. I think, for, for me, the, um, the the turning point when I, we were trying to debate whether, or were trying to get straight in my mind whether they were, they were spectators or uh, supporters, um, was when they went straight to fans and... Um, I think it was the first rendition of Danny Went to Mo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, That's a brilliant chat. I mean, we've never heard uh, that in, in 50 years. <laughs> we've never heard anything like that. We all still do. What? <laughs> and at that point, you're thinking, we've actually got some fans. And <laughs> it was, it went beyond surreal from, from where we've come from. Yeah. But there was, and I have to say it, a couple of times where it's gone... The enthusiasm has got the better of them. Yeah, um, 
and and again that's a learning curve curve for ourselves um you know we need to ensure the safety of all fans um that come down we we and to be honest those three times out of 38 games well it's over 38 games 40 odd games I think if you put it in that kind of perspective it's not too bad but it is still something that we we need to work on and we will work on with the fans uh, and, and again I'm still getting my head around the fact that I'm calling them fans they are a great bunch um, but we will work with them to make sure that there are lines that, that aren't crossed um, and that we get the the name that, that's deserved for New York football, which is that it's really well supported. I was speaking with um, one of the one of the chairmen um, towards the end of the season, and our fans are the envy mm. of the East Midlands Counties League. Um, in that they are vocal, they aren't just um, shouting at the um, at the officials and at the players. Unlike some of the teams, Selson, um, <laughs> they are coming out with the chance. There's only one Danny, Danny, uh, Jammy Dodger. Um, when when you know you, you you know you're doing well when you know you've uh, made it when you got a song named after yeah, you. Yeah, and, and over, still got uh, nothing. And, <laughs> still got nothing. No, but it, but then you do get the potsy potsy give us a wave. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right, Sammy Ager. Time is is moving on. I need and would love to talk about um, the reserves because they have won their division. That's what you expected of them. They have done it. Um, The whole of Newark football is rife with the fact that Newark Town are um, looking to rebuild and I would suggest that's probably, if I was a Newark Town manager in the first place, I would look. Um, What is the future of your reserve team? So the the reserves... uh, We've, we've. That's going to be part of the the five year plan is to develop that um, that team um, and potentially um, a, a, an out and out development squad playing in floodlit cups. Um, but the reserve team is important to the football club because it it enables us to to view players in a match situation against players of a similar standard um, and to see how well they cope with that. Um, the there are two of the reserves this season that have shown that they're good enough to um, to to play for the first team in um, Curtis Price and Ryan Broxholm. Um Unfortunately, Ryan broke his toe. Um, the the circumstances are still a little shrouded in uh, in 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 mist, but. Um, Tom Potts has got something to do with it, I believe. I didn't do nothing. <laughs> I didn't do nothing. <laughs> However, um, but, we, but, but, but we, we, we need to make sure that um, we have that progression to, to give players that, that the ability to play at higher standards um, within the town, um, or else all that will happen is players will be developed, they will stay at a, one of the clubs for 18 months, and then they will go to one of the step six teams or one of the step five teams so on and so forth and we can't have that with the gap not closing the reserves tried the best and the first team and made a complete Mm -hmm. mess of it with the gap not not (laughs) not closing 
and your relationship with the junior mm-hmm. sections. We've learnt in the last couple of nights about a club ethos. Mm-hmm. Have we got at FlowServe a first team there and a club somewhere else, or is that again on your on your list to try and make it? For what I've seen, I think the juniors are probably closer to the first team than the reserves are. Um, I, I, I think it is. It, well, no, I don't think it is. I know it. We've got a club ethos. Um, I know that I, I that we are working towards that. One of the big examples is this weekend where they've got their uh, their tournament on Saturday, um, which is, which will be uh, is already well um, subscribed to. There'll be a lot of people down. What we need to now be looking at, and again, this comes back to the surreal um, aspects of where we've come from to where we are, and hopefully where we will be going over the next three or four years is to be use is to be using the um the name of uh the first team um the all the the glory that um and and, and applaud it's that they're attracting to attract young players to low fields um through all the through the whole sections to to continue to build to fill in the gaps one of the difficulties that we've got is that there are gaps in the in the um age groups that we just need to close to make sure that we can bring players through. Um, and I've said before, my my ultimate goal is to have um, is to have a player start at Samba at, at uh, age four, um, and then to be playing vets football for for Flow Serve or f- um, at uh, age thirty five, forty. That's, um, I, I and think, that's yeah. that's that has to be the goal. I'm going to ask you one final question about what do you want from next season, but very quickly, um, a quick run through of what is coming up this weekend. Team Sugden out in force. Bailey is in Holland looking to climb up those glory rankings. Old, his elder brother, Regis, a bit close to home. He, he's at Bingham for his second professional boxing match. The two leading cricket teams are both away. Bolton's at Woolerton and Collingham are at LSE. As Gary's already mentioned... Um, it's the FlowServe Juniors football tournament on Saturday and the Radio Newark Sport camera is making an effort to get itself down there during the day. We're also going to be at Marsh Lane for Fondon and Plumtree and uh, Eden Tranter's Bolton Seconds as they take on Long Eaton at the playing field. Sunday, it's the Long Clawson 10k for our runners. Isabel Darvell is in Durham, our uh, third race of the week. Amy Hunt pulls on a GB vest again, this time at, uh, for the European under-20s at Loughborough. And um, we wish Southall City the best of luck as they take on Stapleford in the final of the Knotts Senior League Cup, a trophy that uh, you won 12 months ago, and it will be a tough outing for them against Stapleford. Well, Stapleford won the the league. Yes. um, We we wish Southall the best of luck. And that leaves us two minutes for Tom first, Gary second. What do you want from next season, Mr Captain? (laughs) Realistically. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to give him a headache and say promotion to be honest <laughs> that's a that's a, that's a, un, a happy man happy. <laughs> how good is the United Counties if that's where you end up I think that's doable I do I really do I really do I look at all them teams I think it's doable <laughs> Mr Chairman what are your well, aspirations well, off the gas. well we're 
I mean, the first up will be uh, a new c- club captain. Very good. Only because you said please. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think next season for myself is to continue the progress that we've made um, to cement um, Step 5 football. I'd love to be having the conversation, and I, and I will turn around the mic a little bit, I'd love to be having the conversation with the players that I had at the beginning of November last year at Clipston when we'd just beaten them to say that that had pretty much guaranteed us Step 6 football. Now go and show the league what you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would like to applaud all the players and the playing staff and their back room um, because they did show the league what they could do. Thanks for coming in, gents. Thank you very much. Thanks for all that you and the players have done and, and all the uh, the wonderful games that we've seen this season. We won't talk about the last two league matches. Um, <laughs> no, and, Gary, we know what I'm going to say. Thank you for putting Newark football on the map. It's taken an awful long time to do it, but we'll do it. Tony, you've been very quiet tonight, but you said you wanted to be quiet and <laughs> listen, and we've all enjoyed you being quiet. He's been sobbing into his uh, ankle. Right, I'll leave it's you with right, the, the breaking news that's come up on the screens while we've been in. It, it's all about the European Champions League final that Madrid police have raised concerns that Tottenham fans may take flares into the stadium on June the 1st. Tottenham's response apparently is, well that's what we wore last time we played in the Major Cup final, so why can't, why can't we wear them this time? And on that note gents, these two have got a players meeting to go yeah. to um, that's the end of our week and we do thank our chairman and their guests um, for being honest and forthright with us and answering all the questions that I've asked, rightly or wrongly. Bye-bye. We